Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The goal of the PAA podcast is to explore the many facets and layers of the Pilates industry through conversations with the community. I'm your host, Bruce Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. In the lead up to the PAA conference in Melbourne in August this year, we have a series of short podcast episodes to introduce each of the workshop presenters. On today's call, we have the privilege of introducing Louise Torb. Louise began teaching Pilates 22 years ago, with her initial love of Pilates growing out of her Bachelor of Arts with postgraduate studies in dance and choreography. Her thesis was titled Dance, the Recorded Image, and reflected her interest in film, which subsequently led to further studies in film, including at the New York Film Academy. An interesting pathway that appropriately leads to Louise's presentation at this year's PAA conference titled Play, Making Movies for Instagram Reels. Louise, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Louise, could you give us a quick overview of the presentation you have in store for us at the upcoming PAA conference? What we're going to do at the conference is we're going to play. Instagram Reels can sometimes feel a little bit overwhelming, so it's an opportunity to get together, try different ideas, different camera angles, and we're going to practice filming some short Reels to post onto Instagram. It sounds very playful, and I can even hear that in your voice, and having known you for some time in the industry, I know that's the essence of how you teach your Pilates. Oh, thank you. And you find that a great way for that message to come across for people on the social media platforms? Absolutely, because reels get sent to new followers. So if you're just doing stories, stories mainly get sent to people who are already following you. So if you're looking to gain your audience and making reels and uploading reels, maybe just twice a week, then you'll start to get new followers. And you'll find people who are just drawn to you and attracted to you. I know when I've been scrolling through my feed and I'll see a reel and I'll find someone, I'll go, oh yeah, I'll follow that person. That looks really interesting. So it's a great way to expand. And also the other thing that I really love about reels is once you start filming and making films, you become a little bit of a star for your clients if you're doing them yourself. But also if you're filming your clients, you're then making them the hero. And once they're the hero, they become much more loyal and you feel like you have a much stronger bond and connection. You really make a strong community as you're filming those clients. I mean, not all clients want to be filmed, of course, but those that do, you can really play and have so much fun making real after real and finding different ways of filming things to keep that interest going. We mentioned in the preamble about your long-term interest and study and exploration into filmmaking. I can hear the storytelling side of what you're portraying in everything that's coming across, Louise. Yeah. So I had a dance career before I came into Pilates and then I've been teaching Pilates and working in the industry for years. And I guess my passion first started at school with making photographs. So when you take a photograph back then, it was in a film canister. So you didn't actually know what the film was going to look like or the photo was going to look like until you developed it in the darkroom. So it was a very exciting process. And then when I studied at New York Film Academy, it was all with film cameras and then we'd edit on a Steenbeck, which means you'd be slicing the actual film and then taping the film together. I mean, it's so different now. Now we can see straight away what a photo looks like and we can basically make edits on our phone. And an easy way to make a reel is when you're doing your stories, if you highlight and put them into one section, then Instagram will simply make a reel for you. So that makes it really fun. 
within the workshop, what I'm hoping to play with is contrasting shots. So one clear way of keeping your audience engaged is to have contrasting shots, whether that's a small picture going to a big picture, one person in the frame, many people in the frame, or a reveal where the camera's moving around and you reveal something that's always so much fun. Speeding some movement up, slowing some movement down, having that contrast so that your reel isn't all just one frame of one body moving from one angle. It just makes it more exciting and also including the face as well. If you include the face, it tends to capture the emotion of what's going on, whether it's struggling with a really hard exercise and then seeing the triumph at the end or just smiling because you feel so good at the end of the session or the different emotions that you can feel, whether you have a sore joint and how Pilates can really help within that. Sounds really great. I've had a little explore myself in recent years of the hero's journey, and I'm hearing the contrasting and the dark and the shade and the light coming through and everything you're talking about in providing that storytelling and messaging to your clients. Yeah, it makes such a big difference. If you do have a story that you can tell, Even that story could simply be coming to the Pilates studio. What is the journey of that? And how does someone feel at the end of the session? What exercises are they doing? The more we can make heroes of our clients, the stronger that connection becomes. And you feel more like family when they're seeing themselves looking amazing or doing some pull-ups or the walkover on the Cadillac that they never thought that they could do. And then they're seeing themselves doing it. It's, wow, I can actually do that. And we hear the storytelling abounding with Joseph Pilates's written word, but also in subsequent books over the years. Lots of stories of Romana Krasnowska very much incorporating many of her teaching staff and clients as part of her family. John Howard Steele talks about in his book, The Cage Lion, about walking arm in arm with Joseph Pilates down the streets of New York. He was embracing him as part of his family is what John's experience was. Yeah, that's how it feels. But then other people see what you're doing and they're kind of interested in, oh, what are you doing with her now? And what's happening now? And Other people fall in love with your clients as well. Louise, can you share with us the background experience or the specific learning you had yourself, whether it was at your New York Film Academy training or through your Pilates training that was the catalyst for the content of this conference presentation? I think that history of film and passion for film, which I really love, I think I'm really drawn to film and the visual image and how film is the perfect medium to express the body. There's nothing that works better than film. If you have that visual medium of film and you're seeing a video of someone doing an exercise or being taught by someone in a very particular way, then that can have such a great impact on you. And I just want to share this with other people because I think it's a really fun medium and I think we can actually all improve on our reels in the industry. So, for example, if you are giving a demonstration or a tutorial to either other clients or other teachers, make sure that you put the captions on, which is a little button that you can find within your Instagram reels. Because quite often I'll be scrolling through and I'll be looking at the different reels that are popping up and I'll just see people sitting there doing nothing. And then I realize that the teacher is talking behind the camera, giving instructions, but I can't hear what they're saying. They're more likely to just keep scrolling through. So my advice is if you're doing any talking heads, if you've got anything to say, make sure you put the little caption in underneath. All those tips and tricks that make the experience much more engaging and, like you say, attracting an audience and ultimately helping out people with their body so they can have breakthroughs and find the way in for themselves to connect. 
Absolutely. Because some of those tutorials are really worth watching, but you might not know that they're there because there's nothing to capture your attention. If there's no moving body or if you don't know that there's a voiceover because you can't see the lips moving, so you don't know someone's talking. And then it becomes more interesting. I can't help reading the captions. And sometimes I won't even turn on the volume because I'll just be reading the captions. So I'm not distracted by too much information coming all at once. And Louise, for those considering coming into your presentation at the conference, what will be the top couple of takeaway ideas and concepts from the session? People will come away feeling much more confident about making reels and the reason why they're making the reels and being able to film your clients moving and choosing different angles so that you can put together something really interesting that grabs people's attention, that thumb-stopping thing where you have to stop scrolling because you want to see what's going on. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about tricks. It can be more an emotional story or just finding different angles to tell a story of what's happening. So I just want people to feel more confident in the role of making reels. Louise, I'm always curious to hear the impact that these social media efforts have on your business. Can you give us a quick insight into what sort of growth you've experienced with your involvement with getting these reels happening much more in your social platforms? I would say 50%. I would say I would have half the number of clients that I have now because people just wouldn't know about me. That's a pretty significant number, I would have thought, given that I'm willing to put my hand up to say I don't do enough social media. I think that's an exciting takeaway for people at the conference. You do have to put a lot into it. So for example, Instagram Reels, you want to be making a Reel twice a week and putting that onto your feed so that people are getting insight into who you are and what you do. It does take a long time and you have to be regular at posting. But with Pilates, it's almost so easy to pull out your phone, video an exercise, video a client testimonial at the end of a class. And then that's boosting who you are and your profile, where you're going and where you want to go. If you want to be known for a particular type of teacher, then posting more reels about that will really help your profile grow. But also in saying that, the more established you are as a teacher, I almost feel like the less that you need to do all the social media marketing, but you do find that people really want to connect with you on social media as you start to put more into it and then you'll get more out of it. It's useful as well because there are other things in Reels you can do like little questions. I remember one time I put a question up, did you want to do pre and postnatal workshop or do you want to do an active aging workshop? And then more people said active aging. So then I promoted active aging and I got people into that course. So you can actually use your reels and your stories to do a little bit of market research as well. It's a fun way to do market research, which is not too intimidating and even ask questions where people go, I'm not interested. So it's an easy way to connect with people and do market research without sending out a survey because I hate filling out those surveys. I just don't have time. But if it's on Instagram and it's one question, I'll do it because it's like a yes or no or this or that. So great to get those insights and the overlay of your marketing experience in that too, Louise. Thank you. And Louise, after coming along to your presentation, you talked about having a bit of fun with creating reels in your presentation. What do you feel like participants will be able to immediately apply with their clients when they return to work on the Monday after the conference? I think they're going to be feeling more confident about videoing their clients and also posting more of themselves for their clients whether that's a little video about a home exercise program that you should be doing for your clients, then that can be really helpful. 
So one of my clients, she was having breast cancer surgery recovery. And so I sent her a little reel and it was just a little hand exercise to do after the breast cancer surgery so that she would keep the fluid going through. It's just like a little thing to support your clients along their journey. So I gave that video to her privately, but then I posted it as a reel later so that it's shared with a broader audience and then you'll connect with more people who may be in her situation. Pretty interesting in the context of broadcasting, obviously through this medium with the podcast that we're focusing on and even the PAA conference itself is an incredible event to keep broadening and keep communicating the incredible depth that Pilates can go to, to get the message out there through this very straightforward and easy and available and accessible medium these days through social media. I feel like you're making great waves in that. Yeah, I'm trying. I have my ups and downs. I need to be a bit more regular than what I am. I feel like I get a bit constipated sometimes, you know, need to take like a real laxative so that I can get my creative juices flowing. What I'm getting a sense of, Louise, is that this sort of content at the PAA conference is obviously not along the lines of the rich technical information that is often portrayed and communicated so well at these conferences. A nice alternative. So thanks so much for putting your hand up to present this valuable topic to the delegates. Yeah, I'm very grateful. But even if I didn't get the opportunity, I'm just excited about this conference. I feel like it's going to be a really big one this year. It's very exciting. Louise, we can't wait for your presentation coming up at the conference in Melbourne in August. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today. Thanks so much for your time as always, and we look forward to seeing you at the live presentations in August. Thank you so much, Bruce. Bye. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast, where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources, and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.